In Pasadena, California, in 1912, a girl was born into privilege. After a predictable education, she ventured into advertising, finally serving as a typist for the Office of Strategic Services, an early incarnation of what we know today as the CIA. Here, she met her future husband, setting her life on an unimaginable path. Their work relocated them to Paris, where, at 36, she discovered a new passion, French cuisine. Her love for the intricate flavors and culinary artistry led her to Le Cordon Bleu. Joining two other women, they authored a comprehensive guide to French cooking, a timeless piece revered by chefs of all levels. Unexpectedly, in her 50s, an invite to a book review show led to a cooking demonstration. Her charisma and kitchen proficiency resonated with viewers nationwide, launching her own popular cooking show. Her late blooming passion shone bright, establishing her as a culinary luminary. Her spirited approach to cooking continues to inspire others to delight in the culinary arts. The remarkable woman who epitomized the limitless potential of discovering passion at any age was the iconic Julia Child. Welcome to Live, Love, Learn, a podcast where we delve into living life to the fullest, nurturing self-love and loving others, and embracing lifelong learning. I'm on a quest to discover happiness and contentment in a world increasingly fixated on negativity. I embark on this journey not only for myself, but with a deeper purpose, to leave a roadmap to happiness for my sons and to invite anyone else who wishes to join as I strive to live my life to its full potential. This is Live, Love, Learn, the podcast. I'd like to start taking a moment at the beginning of each episode to talk about the positive things happening in my world as a result of the things I'm learning and doing. For today, I want to talk about sharing my podcast with friends and family on Facebook. Before this journey, there is no chance I would have ever shared things I've done. I actually did a podcast for a few years about educational technology, and it got around 35,000 downloads over 100 episodes, and I was never proud enough about it to share it. So for me to share this startup of a podcast that is so intensely personal is a major step in my life. I know for a fact it's because I really have seen a change in how I feel about myself, and there's no doubt that it's because I've been practicing self-love. So for those of you who started listening, if you still are, I just wanted to say thank you for your kind words, and thank you for giving it a chance. If it isn't for you, no worries. Just happy you took the time to care enough to check it out. Well, this has been a monumental week for me as well. I've not only continued to learn German, danke, but I've also finished another book. That makes three in the past five-ish weeks. I'm continuing to learn piano on a daily basis, and while I haven't been learning programming every day, it takes a lot of mental focus, and I don't always have it at the end of the day. I'm still doing it several days a week. And perhaps the most exciting news, certainly for my wife anyway, is that I've done dishes two times a day this entire week. Can I get a hallelujah? I bet my wife said it out loud there as she listened. Seriously. But needless to say, it has been a pretty awesome week again. And it's not to say that there haven't been issues this week. Everything is never perfect, but it is certainly trending in the right direction for me. And I'm just trying to enjoy the ride. So if you're joining along on this journey, take a moment, pause the podcast if you want, and think about the positive experiences you've had this week. Focus on the positive. Don't worry about things that maybe didn't go your way. Just think about the things that did and the things that you're proud of. If you haven't done as much as you wanted, have compassion on yourself and just be happy that you even attempted to make changes in your life in the first place. I'd like to encourage this every week, so at least once a week we take a moment to reflect on the things that are going well in our worlds.
I'm thinking about calling this the happiness highlight segment, maybe? I'm a sucker for alliteration. We'll see. We'll see how I feel about it next week. Let's get to the heart of the show, which is the first part of what will be a two-part series on following your passions. In this episode, we'll explore how you can figure out what your passions are. I wanted to use the story of Julia Child to begin this podcast to highlight that following your passions is not something only for the young. I mean, clearly it's not. I'm doing it. I promise it was not calculated to try and get my wife to cook beef bourguignon for me again, but if it happens, I wouldn't be mad, that's for sure. If you've ever eaten it, you know there are a few dishes that are so exquisitely flavorful, and if you've ever cooked it, you know it takes a full day in the kitchen, which is why the last time we had it was before we had kids. Regardless if I ever eat beef bourguignon again or not, her story was one that I really wanted to begin this episode with because of the remarkable transition she made in her late 30s. It's a reminder that it's never too late to follow your passions. So let's first start by defining what passion is and how we can recognize our own passions. Passion is a strong, deep enthusiasm or desire for something. This can be a hobby, a subject, a profession, a cause, or any activity that brings fulfillment, joy, and a sense of purpose. When someone is passionate about something, they are typically willing to invest significant time, energy, and resources into it, often to the point of sacrificing other aspects of life. Recognizing one's passions can sometimes be a straightforward process, but often it requires a journey of self-discovery and exploration. Here are a few signs and steps to help you identify your passions. First of all, enjoyment. Do you genuinely enjoy and look forward to doing this activity? Is it not a chore or an obligation in your mind, but something you'd willingly do even if you weren't paid or recognized for it? If so, there's a pretty good chance that you're well on your way to discovering a passion. What about intrinsic motivation? Do you just feel an internal drive to pursue that activity? It gives you satisfaction and a sense of fulfillment regardless of external rewards like money or acclaim. In other words, you just like doing it. You just enjoy it regardless of anything else. How about engagement and flow? When you're engaged in this activity, you might lose track of time because you're so absorbed in what you're doing. Sometimes that's referred to as a flow state, and it's just a matter of being in the moment and enjoying it so much that time passes without even you really realizing it. The other thing that passions often have is resilience. Um, If you're willing to endure challenges, setbacks, and failures without losing your enthusiasm, it's a strong sign that your motivation is deeply rooted and not easily discouraged and probably something you're passionate about. Otherwise, a lot of times when we encounter roadblocks, we don't continue pushing forward. So if you're willing to do that, then most likely we're talking about a passion. And then finally, learning and growth. Are you constantly looking for ways to improve, learn more, and grow in this area? Are you thinking about it a lot in your, you know, off times where you just are kind of letting your mind wander? Um, You might find yourself reading about it, taking classes, or even talking to people who are good at that particular skill or that thing that you love. So now that we've figured out ways to be on the lookout for passions and some of the things that we do that can help us see it, what about some questions that we can ask ourselves in a moment of reflection to figure out what those might be. Well, here are just a few questions that you can use to help decide if something is your passion. So first question, what activities make you lose track of time? 
And we're talking about things that you're doing actively generally, not passively watching or listening or, you know, scrolling TikTok. We're talking about things that you actually are doing. So I know we lose track of time while watching and scrolling and all of that, but this is more specifically things that you're doing. How about ask yourself, when do you feel alive and energized the most? Uh, sometimes we don't really take good stock of how we're feeling. Um, we can be down about something and we don't really realize what it is. Is it because you're doing that thing at the time or is there other factors? So just really be mindful about when are you feeling alive and energized? And if that's the case, you're probably passionate about that activity. What about just in general conversations? What topics do you like to learn about or talk to people about? Are there any things that continue to pop up when you want to learn more things and when you're exploring or just do you generally steer conversations towards certain things? Probably a passion. And what about things that you do every day and never get bored doing? There aren't very many of those. So I think this would be something that you would easily be able to identify as a passion. What is something that you just don't get bored of and you always enjoy doing? And lastly, what causes problems or needs are you deeply moved by? Are there anything that comes up that just makes you feel super passionate about helping solve either a problem or issues that are going on? Maybe you're passionate about the environment and want to pick up and do you know, trash cleanups to make sure that your area still remains beautiful. Exploring different areas, trying new things, and reflecting on these experiences can be very helpful in identifying your passions. Remember, it's a personal journey, and it's perfectly okay if it takes time and evolves along the way. You don't have to figure out your passions in one sitting. Just be mindful and thinking about these type of things that you can judge them by. Does it make you lose track of time? Do you feel energized? Do you love learning or talking about it? Do you do it and don't get bored? And... Is it also something that you're just deeply moved by? Those are things that you can continue to ask yourself as you explore what your passions are. So let's get into some actionable items for this week. Remember the purpose of these isn't about getting everything right all the time or doing it all in that week or you know only thinking about that throughout the whole course of the week. It's just about taking steps, big or small, towards embracing a more fulfilling life. So what are the steps I'm taking this week? I'm going to spend some time answering the questions uh, that I highlighted to see if I have a passion that I'm not currently following. And if so, plan ways to incorporate that in my life as well. At this point, I really think this podcast may be my passion as I'm excited to research and learn ways to help me live my life to its fullest. I enjoy recording it. I enjoy editing it. I enjoy putting it out. I enjoy listening to it. And yeah, it's, so it's definitely a passion of mine, but I'm going to keep an open mind and see if there are any other things that I'm also passionate about that I should consider following. I think this is a really good place to end today's episode. So join me next week as we explore ways to make sure we follow the passions that we've identified this week. Sending love and positive vibes your way. And I hope we can all focus more on living, loving, and learning this week. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to reach out to the show with topics you'd like me to explore or any other feedback that you think can improve this journey for myself, my sons, and anyone else listening, please email me at livelovelearnthepodcast at gmail.com. If you're still listening, congrats. You unknowingly just became a part of my super secret book club.
Well, not really, but I did want to take a little bit of time at the end of each show after it's over. So if people don't want to hear this, they don't have to just to go over some of the books that I'm reading and, you know, what's next and what I'm currently reading. And a dear friend suggested I read The Body Keeps Score. And it's a book about how the body and mind are affected after traumatic events. It's not an easy read because, well, it deals with trauma, which is certainly not an easy thing to read about. But three chapters in, and I'm grateful to be able to have more perspective about the human experience. I plan on commenting about my book journey here and maybe giving tidbits that I've learned about the book and just letting you know what book is up next when I figure that out as well. So if that's something that you'd like to do and follow what books I'm reading and maybe read along as well, all the better. Thanks again for listening.